0: Now, the Department of Agriculture confirmed yesterday a turkey flock in Monaghan has tested positive for avian flu. Uh, the department confirmed it will be putting in place a restriction zone to protect other flocks. Uh, we're joined by uh, Billy Gray, owner of Fay Cullen Farm, producers of ducks, chickens, turkeys and geese. Uh, Billy, you must be concerned about this news?
1: And it is always hugely concerning. Um it's, it's, it's another year of it. Um, people may remember we had it last year. We did have it in, in commercial shops in the northeast last year, and also the year before. But it's, it's an ongoing thing that comes in every year. It hits everyone, and it does wipe out your business. Like, for me, as a small producer, I'd be very concerned that if I got it, it just takes us out. All our customers are built, our product, and you're 14 or 15 weeks out of business. Like So that's our concern as a small producer ourselves. But, like, anywhere in commercial shops, it is a, a concern you
0: know okay um, it, it, there's no easy solutions to this I presume is there
1: there's no easy solution if it's in it's, it's the morally and humanely right thing to do for flock because it decimates the flock very quickly even though it's brought in by the wildlife um, it's indeed the water birds that mainly brings it in and um, the wild swans and geese and ducks that migrate into this country this time of the year, and like uh, the the northeast, the Cavan an area is very heavily with lakes and like the, the cavern I think is 101 lakes or something like that in it. So that all these migrating birds are coming into that area, and that's bringing it in. And um, even myself here last year, I realised we had one wild bird only five miles away from me had it last year. But lucky enough, it didn't get into our farm, and that's down to the biosecurity most most farmers will have in play make sure that doesn't happen. And that's really all you can do is your best defence is your hygiene and that's it, like, you know.
0: Okay, Uh, just finally, uh, like, does this raise questions about the supply of turkeys for Christmas?
1: It will. Every time, uh, any turkey, any poultry is being produced is being produced for a specific day, specific time. Turkey's no different. We're all producing turkey for Christmas. So every time a flock of turkeys gets taken out, it's going to create a demand. Um... The business is resilient in the sense that it will carry certain amount of surplus. Uh, It will be able to take a certain amount of hits that that won't affect supply. You know what I mean. But if you get a major couple of major amount of farms taking out three thousand, wouldn't be a big amount in in the overall scheme of things. But if you had a couple of farms went down with another twenty five or thirty thousand, and started accumulating to numbers, then definitely would create a problem with supply. But then, also the other supply problem is. You must remember, bird flu is hitting all of Europe. It's hit England fairly hard three weeks ago. So, like, in that sense, it's creating problems overall. And Europe, right. uh, if, if poetry works as an overall, an overall thing in the sense that... Uh, if we don't have it here, we import it. It comes from Italy, it comes from Poland, Billy. or vice versa to go the other way. So every time a bird flu hits Europe and takes out, say, 300,000 birds in Europe, that's affecting the whole
0: overall supply. Billy, we'll, we'll leave it there. Billy Gray, Billy Gray yes. owner of Faye Cullen Farm, uh, producers of ducks, uh, chickens, turkeys and geese. Uh, thanks indeed uh, for talking to us. Uh, let's go to own the now, infectious disease consultant in Beaumont Hospital, secretary of the Infectious Disease Society of Ireland. Uh, own the public health implications for this? Well, I think
2: as Billy has outlined, most of this is at the moment it sits with the commercial and supply chain and the humane issue around culling, you know, I think it's over 55 million birds in Europe this year so far. There's a little chance at the moment of human disease. There have been a few cases um, and it does present a fairly severe disease in humans. Most of them have been people like Billy and his colleagues who work closely with the birds. But there hasn't been so far much what we call human-to-human transmission. So this is another disease that exists in birds. It's existed since the mid-90s in birds in Asia. And again, as your other caller highlighted, it's spread into other parts of the world. Um, But the worry is that there'll be more spillover. More of this will move from being a bird disease to being a human disease. And then very quickly we could be in a bad situation similar to what we've just been through
0: yeah but are you saying at this point the 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 chances of that are relatively low yeah
2: yeah they are relatively low um you know flu doesn't change and mutate as quickly as coronaviruses do so in other parts of the world this has been monitored more closely but it needs monitoring consideration in in europe and the us now too because it, it started to spread
0: far more rapidly okay is the approach that we're taking is it the correct one
2: yeah, there's a lot of debate. It seems, that like for the moment, it still is because it varies from bird species to bird species. But many of them will will succumb to it either way. But the culling and controlling is a is a reasonable strategy. But if we move into a a state where it's you know more endemic in a bird population, then there may need to be alternative moves. You know, there's suggestions about vaccine developments for birds. Um, you know, how maybe the bird industry changes because the large scale means that large numbers of birds get affected uh, and of course get culled at one time rather than smaller distribution of it. Uh, And of course we need more monitoring on that animal-human interface. You know, this is another global issue about how the animal world and the human world interact.
0: Okay, we will leave it there. Owen DeBara, infectious disease consultant working in Beaumont Hospital. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. We will be joined by the Agriculture Minister, Charlie McCongologue, after eight o'clock. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.